The following show contains spoilers for Assassin's Creed. Press X to continue. <laughs> we could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive it. Anyone can be an assassin. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who has made a New Year's resolution. It's Chris. Hello everybody, what's my New Year's resolution? I don't know, you made it. I haven't got a New Year's resolution. Not to eat meat that's, for a month. Yeah, that's not New Year's resolution, that would be not to eat meat for the whole year. You should do that. Fuck no. <laughs> Good sir. I um, opened up my fridge the other day to get a snack. I had to settle for some cheese on toast. Uh, all these sausage rolls and chorizo sausage and dried meat was just staring at me and I was like, oh. All the temptations of the fridge. Yep, so I settled for some uh, cheese on toast. Excellent. Well, that was depressing. <laughs> for you, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to go and have one of your sausage rolls. Don't you dare. I'm Break a, into your house. I'm preserving them until next month. Uh, until you can eat meat again. I know. Great. That was a brief look into the sad world of Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know what my New Year's resolution is? Was it to build a time machine, go back in time and unsee Assassin's Creed? That's a good one. Yeah. But no. No. It was to make this podcast less mediocre by watching more mediocre films. Like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and it begins. Oh, I want to remain quiet for the next 45 minutes while you go on an abusive rant towards it. Rant? <laughs> an abusive rant towards the film. Okay, I did not like this film, Assassin's Creed. We do a review of it before we go into the survivally stuff. Before I do tear it apart, because I'm going to, it's got some star power behind it, has Assassin's Creed, because um, nobody as of yet, has been able to make a well-rounded and universally praised video game movie adaptation. Assassin's Creed looked like it had the best opportunity to to do that. It's got the director and cinematographer that worked on Macbeth that people seem to like. Uh, it's also got Michael Fassbender and Marianne Cotty- Cotilla? Cotillo? I'm going to be honest. Last name. I didn't know who she was. Dark Knight Rises! An inception. Oh, she's been in loads. She's a. Uh, oh, right, her, yeah. I thought she looked familiar, but I was like, I can't, I can't place her. I must have had a dream about her, because I'm psychic. But apparently not. No, you're not. <laughs> not even a little bit psychic. <laughs> um, it's got those two in it, and Jeremy Irons. Um, he's always entertaining. Except in this film. Oh. <laughs> but I like Jeremy Irons. He's alright. So there was potential in this film. It just failed miserably. Now, Chris, before I go any further, what oh, what God. are your thoughts? Come on. It wasn't as good as what I was hoping it was going to be. And it could have been a lot better. I didn't hate it. I'm not going to go buy the DVD. I might stream it in the future. On Netflix, a legal service, of course. Oh, naturally. Oh, yeah, naturally. But yeah, it was a huge missed opportunity. The storyline was a bit... They tried to take the storyline from the original game and sort of messed it around a bit. I think it would have been better had they just used Desmond from the original game and perhaps the original assassin, uh, Altier, because there's a lot of the film was made for people who had played the games more than people who hadn't, I think. Okay. Probably one of the reasons you uh, you suffered with it so much. No, because, see, the thing is, I know enough about the games to go, hey, look, that man fell into a haystack. That's a thing that you can do in the games. Or she said leap of faith 
That's a move you can do in the games. You can jump off a building. Didn't have anybody collecting feathers, though. There's always, no. always things to collect in the games, and the first game had feathers. The current game I'm playing at the moment is um, Music Boxes, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Okay, that's the one set in London, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. The one before at Unity was shit. <laughs> but this one's good. That's what I've heard. The games, they're a bit hit and miss, because they churn them out like every year. Not last year, though, because they wanted to get this the film out, yeah. film done. yeah. So they released... I mean, they release two sometimes. A two year. a year? Yeah, they have like one come out in like February and then the other one comes out in November. November is oh. normally the release month for Assassin's Creed, but right. one year they did have two come out. I think that was a year before they had the film. They are doing the film. So they want to get two games out, film, game. I don't know other games have come out yet. We'll find a new game in November. Blimey, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay, that's probably why the film suffered, because you said... It's trying to adapt the storyline from the first game. And how long is the playtime? In in an average game, it's like six hours, isn't it? Maybe if you don't do the side missions and stuff. Yeah. That's so another th- thing the film has suffered. There's no side <laughs> missions in the film. <laughs> well, no good ones. Anyway. No. Right. Can with I that s- out of the way. Hang on. I'm, oh, I'm go, 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 go. I like what they did with the Animus. In the games, the Animus is just like a bed you lay on. In this, it's a big metal arm, and you, you physically move around and do stuff as your ancestors reliving the memory, or as you're reliving their memory. And I like that. It is slightly more cinematic than just watching Michael Fassbender sleep. have a sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have a nap. Occasionally twitch. But put some crash mats down, because he takes some pretty hard bumps on that concrete floor yeah. that are unnecessary. Have a nice padded room. Yeah, if you're going to be throwing harsh. someone around. It's not good. On his anatomy. Mm. Oh, and one thing that annoyed me when they done the leap of faith, the thing that they showed in the trailer with him jumping from the top of that church, and then he's falling and he's falling, and then it goes back to modern day before you see how he lands. I wanted to see the hay barrel. In fact, I think they end two of the excursions into the past with Fassbender jumping off something really high, and then there's one off the cliff where he shoots the uh, the grappling hook and he's yeah. hanging there with the guy standing over him. And you think he's about to cut the rope and he, they bring him out of it. He desynchronizes. So you don't know how he gets out of that. There's the leap of faith he gets out of. And then... Because he, he goes into it three times. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Only three times in the fucking animus. <laughs> the past to present ratio was off. Yes, in the games it's more past than present. In this it was more present than past. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. I just no. said past in two different ways. Past. Yeah, I picked up on the past and then past. <laughs> Did it posh and then... <laughs> The veneer of poshness slipped. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to hide it. I did not like this film. And I'm going to break down my problems into two into two sections. So I was going to say two pages then. Two pages. <laughs> no, into, into problems I had with it in the realms of the story, because that's what we normally focus on. We're not mm-hmm. a particularly... Ooh, the camera angle and the lighting was... We're not that podcast. But saying that, that is the second part of my criticisms uh, with the. Go on then, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to try to battle these criticisms. Half-heartedly, because you agree with me on... Some of them, yeah. Uh, first off, Abstergo. The Abstergo. evil, obscure, whatever it's called. I don't care. <laughs> whatever the secret Templar faction is. They've got this facility where they've been gathering ancestors of the assassins and getting their memories... To your descendants, yeah. To find the Apple of Eden, mm-hmm. which is a magical MacGuffin that we'll get into in a bit. Precursor but artifact. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a thing. I don't give a shit what it is. Neither do the film writers, because they don't bother to show us 
what it does. We'll get into it later in a, in a minute. This is why you need to play the games to understand it. This is what I mean. No, the filmmakers need to tell me. No, play the games and find out for yourself. <laughs> Name another film where you go into it and go, here's the thing, we don't explain it in the film, so you should have played this, this, and read this. I've just described every comic book movie. <laughs> there you go, then. <laughs> but they do have the courtesy of explaining this is an infinity stone. It does this, this, and this. And this is why it's bad. Here's an apple. It's delicious. <laughs> Jeremy Irons <laughs> loves it. Um, Where was I? Abstergo. Yeah. They're an evil company. And they do evil things. And they put descendants into the animus. And sometimes they go mad. Now, they're an evil organisation who are keeping the descendants of their arch-rivals prisoners. And once they've got all the memories out of them, they're keeping them alive. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? In case they need them again. But they've gotten all all they can out of them. And in some cases, the people have gone mad because of the animus. Yeah. Whatever they explain it, you go mad sometimes. I think mostly that's to do with the daughter. What's her name? Marion, I don't know the characters. Name. Okay, I think it's mostly due to her because, like I said, she's running the um, Animus Project. She's more kind-hearted. She's the one in charge. So she's obviously persuaded her father, like, you know, we don't need to kill them. We just, we just keep them alive. We just, you know, we don't want to do anything cruel to them. If it's down in Jeremy Irons, he probably would don't want to do anything executed. cruel to them except from tie them into a big, giant robot hand yes. and throw them around a concrete room for a little bit. Humane. But they can go to the restaurant and have an open menu <laughs> afterwards. Where they recommend the chicken. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with that chicken? I don't know. Maybe they just need to get rid of the chicken. Yeah, too much chicken. <laughs> too much uh, yeah, chicken. Yeah, so I think it's down to her. She's, um, because she doesn't see them as prisoners, she sees them as patients and stuff. Okay. They arm the Abstergo guards with crossbows instead of guns. Yeah. Stupid. Bit weird, yeah, go on. Yeah, thank you for agreeing with me. At the end of the film, uh, Michael Fassbender gets out of the Abstergo thing in a weird fight. And he goes, right, the end of the film was really rushed. And logic dictates that it should have ended in that church where they tracked down the the Apple of Eden. I thought uh, it was going to do that and leave it open for a, a sequel. Yeah, but instead of ending it there, in the logical place, they go to London where Michael Fassbender who plays a recently deceased murderer, uh, somehow manages to track down this super secretive organisation to their headquarters in in London, manages to sneak in and kill Jeremy Irons and take the apple. That was very Assassin's Creed-y. Yeah, but how? How does he find out? In the games, in the modern-day games, the Assassin's Creed organisation is more more modern and they... uh, Hang on, hang on. <laughs> he's one guy on. who's just found out that he's yes, related to these assassins he's and with, that his mortal enemy is Jeremy Irons. He's with other assassins who may have links to the Assassin's Brotherhood, the actual organisation. And in the modern day one, they do have a lot of money and um, they, are, they it's easy to track down Templars. You just got to look for the big fucking red cross. <laughs> yeah, they did signpost that very obviously. Yeah. With the big cross. Um, but no, my point is Marion, she's got a chance to stop her dad being killed because Fassbender walks straight up to her and she goes, 
I know what you're about to do. Or no, all I have to do is, is shout and then I can stop you. She doesn't stop him. Fastbender walks past, kills Irons to end the film. And then she goes back in and goes, I swear vengeance! I'll get the damn apple! I think at that point she was sort of in team mind. She's like, you know, I can't. I don't want him to die. But she doesn't agree what he's going to... What Jeremy Irons is going to use the apple for. Which was? Mass control of the earth. How? Uh, the apple controls people's minds. How? See, the thing is... Play the game and you'll no, find no, out. I don't have to, okay? The thing with good filmmaking and good threat building is that you show what the threat is. Star Trek Beyond did it with um, the weird nanobots that ate that weird face hugger lady star wars did it would the death star have been as big a threat if it didn't blow up alderaan no because it'd just be grand moff tarkin walking around going i swear this giant moon base can blow up a, a planet I, I tell, i'm telling you it does and jeremy irons is doing the same thing he's walking around going this apple it can it can stop violence it, it can be free will but what does he have to do? There's no point where he goes, look, I can make you jump off this building with with this thing. Should I explain how you use it in the game? No, because they should have done it in the film. What else? Uh, yeah, that theme of low stakes translates into the animus scenes because it's, it's in the past. We're following a character that I, I didn't particularly like Michael Fassbender's character. That was Michael Fassbender playing the assassin, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. He's just with a beard and muddied face. but And tattoos on his face. I did, and tattoos, yeah. But I didn't... Distinction. I like Michael Fassbender. I did not like or relate to his character because he's... Right, he's not explained very well. He's gone to prison for killing a pimp. Yeah. Why well, did he kill the pimp? Well, did duh, he... he's obviously, you know, trying to upstage him. Michael Fassbender was obviously a pimp before this film started. <laughs> and he, you know, he uh, came into his territory and he was like, boy, you be tripping, or whatever the pimps say. And then he pimp slapped him, led to a pimp war. One pimp died, one pimp's executed. The pimp style. I know very little <laughs> about pimps. I know, that shows. <laughs> but, yet, yeah, was he doing it because the pimp was beating someone up? Or did he do it because... He, he, he wanted to be a pimp like you said I, I've got no relation to him and then as the film goes on he gets mad crazy because of the animus stuff he's a cold character anyway in the beginning oh yeah um, which is understandable because his childhood is messed up and his mum dies but still I didn't relate to present Fassbender I didn't relate to past Fassbender uh, assassiny Fassbender Whatever you want to call him. You Spanish. El Fassbender. <laughs> yeah, what is it? It began with an A. Argos Senor. Argos. Argos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't relate to that. What else? We'll get onto the cinematic stuff. Because right. that kind of ties into the past uh, sort of thing. So the action sequences, they had the potential to be, to be good. The free running stuff. Yeah, could have been on a par with the Casino Royale chase uh, through the construction site and all that kind of fancy. It had the potential to be that, but it wasn't. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. 
did you what, what were your I thought it was right. I enjoyed the the uh, the past scenes, the assassin scenes. I like the action. I enjoyed the uh, the free running and the parkour. I thought it was unnecessary flips in there because uh, you don't need the flips. They're just for showing off. So he's a bit of a sharp assassin. But yeah, I liked it. I'm just annoyed they cut off the leap of faith. And then Marion said, "Oh, a leap of faith." I didn't even hear her say that. As one did, it was very distracting. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick one up when he when the assassin was about to do the leap of faith, and she and she was like, "No, jump!" I heard that. I didn't hear the leap of faith bit. It was the second one. I have no idea. They, what you're they, they about. jump off twice. No, the problem I have with the action scenes, or the free running in particular, it's not shot particularly well. Everyone running looks the same. It's edited weirdly, so you don't know where everyone is in relation to who's chasing them and who's following them and where they are in, in the city and stuff like that. The fight scenes as well, they're a little bit sluggish in some parts. They looked a little bit forced, especially on that wagon, the the first one with the first horsey chase. That looked a little bit sluggish. Uh, Michael Fassbender, in one of the action sequences, picks up a bow and magically has regenerating arrows that come out of nowhere. That no, we don't they, see. The first arrow he uh, stabbed into a guy's arm, so he has that one there, and then he obviously just has two other arrows, and he shoots those, and he grabs the one at the guy's we, arm. We never see them. We never That's see the them. That's the idea of the assassins. You <laughs> never see them. <laughs> you never even see the arrows that come out of nowhere. Nope. There's some weird lighting choices as well uh, for close-ups, uh, which I which I didn't like, and I won't dwell on. Eagles are everywhere. Eagles are everywhere London. in a game, right? Even I, in London? Yes, even in Why? London. Eagles ever Every time you climb up a climb up a viewpoint in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is London 1800s, there's a fucking eagle there. Should be a seagull. No, there are eagles everywhere in or the Assassin's Creed games, okay? In fact, this movie had less eagles in it than a, ge- than a normal game does, okay? There was eagles everywhere. How is that possible? It's because just, the, the game is just longer. I don't know, but no. Every time you climb up somewhere, there's an eagle, oh. and it's just there, and you always hear. That's a poor around. expression of an of an eagle. And it's bare. It, whatever. It's awesome in my opinion, but still. Yeah, was it awesome eagles. in this? A weird CGI eagle. It was very CG. That eagle wasn't it? It was. Um, I mean, it was going. Yeah, it was a bit too fake. Now I will give the film props for every time it goes back in time in Spain. They all talk Spanish, which is. I was what surprised you'd at that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they stuck with it. However, I put my personal feelings about subtitles aside. I'm a slow read. That's my fault. I'm a slow reader, so sometimes I couldn't catch some of uh, some of the bits. But that's that's fine. That's on me. What I do have issue with is white text against a background of a man wearing white robes and a big blazing sun. So it makes it harder to read the subtitles. I had no difficulty reading those. Okay. It's because you can read. So it's probably... <laughs> there we go then. That's probably... But no, props for them doing that. Props for Fassbender learning Spanish and... and no, he didn't read. He didn't it. learn Spanish, did he? He just learned those lines, lines in Spanish. <laughs> so all he, when he goes to Spain, he goes, I can assassinate you in Spanish. That's all he knows. Pretty much, yeah. Viva la España. <laughs> um, the the dusty texture I'll say of the past made it look like they were trying to hide something 
I didn't like it. It made it look blurry. I want to see the vast expanses. Get the CG eagle out of the way. I want to see the landscape, but I can't because of all the dust and eagles. To hide the CG. Because yes. the landscape would have all been, you know, big CG and stuff. Yeah, There's no need to show it. You're probably right there, but also, still... They, in the games, I have this thing where if you reach ah, in the, the games, uh, in the games, in the games, and you can use this in the films. When you reach the borders of uh, your map, if you like, in the games, uh, the vision becomes really distorted, and you can see like almost like when you look at a computer, like, it's like glitches and stuff. Whereas the animus won't take any further because the memory itself yeah, doesn't go that far. Yeah. So that sort of thing. But the difference they were going is, along that. the difference is in the game you're controlling them. Sometimes in games you like to see if you can get across a border that you're not meant to you meant to go you, you sometimes like to explore beyond the map in a film you can't do that because it's it's linear and this is like watching it's like some it's like watching someone watching someone play a video game because that's what it is you're watching fastbender in the giant arm watching el fastbender <laughs> in the past fighting and there's no stakes when you're in the past because you know it all works out you know Fastbender's not going to die, or El Fastbender's not going to die, because present Fastbender is alive, and descendants and all that lot. He could have and had then, a kid before he died. I don't, I don't, I don't know, and I don't care, because he, he does nothing to make me invest in any of them. The cutting as well. In the past, Fastbender does a weird flip or something, and then it cuts to the present, and Fastbender is doing a weird flip in the arm. That kind of it breaks the tension because you're going oh i might be i might be getting a little invested in this action scene oh no wait this action scene happened 500 years ago or a thousand years ago 500 yeah, a thousand years from <laughs> Twenty thousand years ago yeah i know like i didn't mind if they'd done it a few times showing the arm and stuff because you'd be like oh yeah whatever he's doing but they he's did doing it in real every life. yeah they did it every single they more heavily it. in the later in a, in a second or third uh, trip into the anime, especially when he's doing the fight scenes, yeah, they switch back quite a lot. I thought when he's having the the boss fight, if you like, against that guy over the sword, had the hair tied in that ponytail. Oh, thing. the hipster bun, <laughs> yeah, hipster that, bun man. Yeah, they they switch to present in that quite a lot. That sort of took it away a bit. Yes, mm. it's it's no good. Never see the assassins using the toilet though. I'm just curious. Would Fastbender <laughs> are they bringing a fake toilet for him to use? Yeah, that does raise some questions. What if <laughs> if they get the wrong memory and it's just a memory of of past Fassbender having a look around a fish market doing grocery shopping? <laughs> what if they got a memory when he's climbing something really high and the arm and the build and the and the small room that they're in isn't tall enough? Is it just Fassbender bumping his head on the roof? mimicking trying to climb this really high building i'm pretty sure the arm would just drop back down to the floor and just start again probably i don't know it's not good um budget wise uh this film had 125 million dollars uh to to make it but the problem with that is i think this film has been in some form of production for a few years now so i'm not sure how much of that budget was spent on them just getting it started up compare that to deadpool a better film arguably maybe if you argue yes then correctly <laughs> um which cost 58 million so ah oh, it's it's so flawed yeah i reckon if they, if they 
they'll either abandon it altogether, or if they do give it another shot, they'll probably reboot. I would not imagine it'll be a sequel. I can't see them... I can't see Ubisoft carrying this. I can't see Fassbender wanting to. No, so that's why... Unless it's in his contract that he's got to do another one. Unless they reboot it, but I I think they would have had better success if they had um, used Desmond and the original Assassin and all that lot. See, I think they would have had more success if they'd gone as far away from... Because you were saying before, you said it kind of mirrored the first game, the plot. Well, right. the, the sort of trying to get hold of that Apple of Eden. Okay. That's about as close to it as it got, though. So I think they they should have made it as distant as possible. Do you know what would have been a good... I know you can't please everyone, and this is probably not going to please you. Right. What they should have done, set the whole film back in Spain, and throughout the course of the, we're following... You can keep the story the same. It's past Fassbender trying to save this rich man's son so he doesn't give the Templars the delicious apple so you could keep it like that but at some points in the film you kind of do a reverse ghost of what what happened uh, to present Fassbender oh the bleeding he, effect yeah the bleeding where he has hallucinations about ye oldy Fassbender coming and having a fight with him an imaginary fight you do that but in reverse so it's Fassbender trying to tell young Fassbender to do something different and then the twist can be uh, it's the Illumin it's Jeremy Irons going oh now we have the magical apple or you could at least give the villains give Fassbender you can say oh Fassbender we're not looking for this magical apple we want to know where a friend is buried so give Fassbender a reason to turn on Jeremy Irons and and Marianne Cote Cotillobe I can't say her last name. Cotiloba. The woman. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, that wouldn't work, though. So it's, would you have it work. more linked to the games? Because I would, I would move it as far yeah. away as you could. I, I think they did the right thing by giving us a new protagonist. A new assassin and stuff. Because everyone would go, oh, that's not my Ezio, or that's not my cockney assassin or whoever they are in a a syndicate or whatever they're they're twins in that are they cockney the answer is yes sort of yeah well actually no not really they're from london they're not they're from croydon oh it's the same thing it's the same thing yeah (laughs) i don't know yeah i guess your idea could work but they definitely would not be able to have present day fassbender bleeding into the old one of the uh old assassin seeing him because that's just not how the animus works twist I don't give a fuck it's not how it works twist <laughs> although they do have one point in a game where Ezio uh, is a really really old guy and um, he starts seeing visions of Altier and you don't know if that's because of the animus bleeding a memory into another memory but I don't think it is I think it's because they both get hold of the apple and it links them or something okay oh also Fastbender turns good because of a hallucination yeah, I've, I've got, I've got. His mum rocks up and he's like, "Oh, oh, I've been making you really the wrong are mistakes. an assassin." Okay, Dad oh. was telling the truth, <laughs> even though he murdered you. Right, uh, Bre- Brendan Gleeson, who Mad Eye Moody rocks up, which is is surprised because he's 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 good, but then he explains his motivations for why he killed Fassbender's mum because she's got direct links to yeah, she was the a descendant. Of, yeah. yeah. And he said he should have killed Fassbender because, again, he's got links. But he also, not direct links to the particular bloodline that 
um, Jeremy Irons is looking for. But he's still probably got important information that Jeremy Irons would need. So he just kills his his wife for no reason because Jeremy Irons gets what he wants anyway. Yeah. The, the motivations, they're all off on all the characters. The writing's weird at some point. The 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 Templar lady... She goes, oh, your your beautiful daughter works on that. No, you just go your daughter. You don't need to describe her. That's not how people talk. I don't go, this is Harry Chris. <laughs> that's not how, that's not how people talk. <laughs> oh. Well, evidently, there was a bit of, you know, lesbian fancying going on. Probably. The the Templar lady was in Broadchurch and she's, she's good in that. She's the cast it. is all pretty good. But they just, they're just given nothing. Michael Fassbender's assassin pal, he's, he just rocks up and he's only there to help in the fight at the end. I just, ah, uh, it's no good. Watch or don't watch. Watch. Don't watch. Watch. Just don't. Why not? It's a film. Give it a chance. So- <laughs> Give it a go. Ah. Uh. Do you want to go see it again? Maybe it's better in no! 3D. I think 3D... I think if you've seen 3D, it'll help. 3D helps nothing. It's terrible. <laughs> you know what I didn't like about um, his dad's assassin blade, the hidden blade, which is the signature assassin's weapon. It's always a smooth blade, but his had um, grooves in it at the side, which would make no sense, because the idea of the hidden blade is you might stab them quickly out, and it retracts. And then walk away. And walk make away. It, yeah. Make it look like they've just collapsed. They always say, don't use those blades to stab because they get the grooves get stuck in the they, skin, don't they? Is this the secret organisation, this secret uh. murdery organisation <laughs> you're part of? You're part of the Templars or the Assassins. I don't care. But yeah, he shouldn't have used a blade like that. It should have just been a Maybe it's blade. a bread knife. Oh, maybe maybe because it <laughs> it's not an assassin anymore. Maybe he just uses it for chopping up vegetables. Maybe he's a chef. Maybe mm. all chefs should have that. And then they... They don't have to to lose their knives and stuff like that. Have one with a knife and one with a fork and a spoon, and you can eat your food. Swiss like Army that. hidden blade. Yes, you that's can buy those gauntlets with the hidden blades on them, like replicas from the games and stuff. I want one. Oh no, I don't think the blades on it real. Or if it is, it's blunted. Stick. You can sharpen. sharpen. You can <laughs> sharpen blunt things. That's no good. Um, I'll be honest with you, Chris. I didn't plan any of the deaths, so. <laughs> That's because you really didn't like it. Yeah, partly, yeah. I'm partly mm-hmm. out of laziness. <laughs> Fair enough. I make no excuses. Are there any deaths that uh, stand out and that you think you could survive? Or if you woke up in the Abstergo prison cell thing, how would you cope with it? Open menu. D- open menu. You'd be great. fine. If, as long as they opened with open menu. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, guys. Let's do this. They were, yeah. We need to get you in the animus. We need this information. No. I'm with my steak. <laughs> oh, lovely. I mean, it's a, the Jeremy Irons death at the very end. Is that because it's the only one you remember? Yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember others, but that one stands out because they'd done his death in that where it's a big crowded room and the assassin's suddenly behind him. They shouldn't have done the slit the throat thing. But in the game, that's, that's sort of what it's like. That they're in a crowd and suddenly the assassin's behind them. You have no idea how they got there. And they normally use the hidden blade and stab them in the lower back. Yeah, and, and then, then disappear into the crowd again. So I like they, I like how they had the assassin appeared, because that's how they do it in the games. But I don't like how he slit the throat. It was too public. That was, I mean, he was in the middle of the room, but it's, anyway. It's too public. All eyes are on 
Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Because he's holding up the all the the Infinity Stone, whatever <laughs> whatever it is, mm. and it's glowing green for some reason. I've what they should have done with that death, how it should have worked, how it should have worked, would have um, more Assassin's Creed style would have been loads of smoke bombs. The other assassins dropping smoke bombs. Everyone's confused and disorientated, and then Fast Ben had literally just come out up the smoke behind him, quick stab in the back with a hidden blade, taking the apple and walking off before Jeremy Irons had even hit the ground. That would have made that entire scene much better, rather than sneaky, sneaky assassin. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to slit your throat. He wasn't even sneaky because he stopped and had a conversation with his daughter before. Yeah, why not? But why? Why for? <laughs> I was surprised they didn't show eagle vision. Uh, this is a thing that where, sounds um, stupid, and I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> it's where the assassins, um, particularly Desmond's um, line, sort of have like like a sixth sense. Their vision changes, and they can identify certain people. Like if they're looking for a target and they're in a crowd, they can use his eagle vision. They'll be able to see through the crowd and see this one person. And modern-day Desmond gets it through the bleeding effect. And when he uses it, he sees like things that have been like written on walls and then washed away for like hundreds of years. And he finds clues and stuff, and that leads him to like the apple. Oh yeah, that does sound stupid. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't <laughs> show it. To be honest, I'm happy that they didn't. They kept the video game conventions to a minimum. Although saying that, why does Fastbender's gauntlet? It's like Batman's utility belt. It's got a bloody grapple hook in there. It's got a gun yes, that um, shoots out darts or blades or whatever well in the original game the gauntlet was just a hidden blade and then as it went on and on and on there was modifications made to it in would that make sense because the games are going forward in time one goes this is in the seven goes forward again yeah but (laughs) it's it's predominantly moving forward until we get to the cockney times when there's grapple hooks on stuff but in whatever decade of spain this is having grappling hooks and bloody dart guns in a in a handy wrist thing oh it's clever oh it's, it, it seems out of place deal with it right. don't watch the film's <laughs> happened there's nothing you can do about it now oh it's a good thing that this we well it came out first day of this year here in in britain what other films are coming out this year is there anything that could possibly be worse and that we would see the only thing i know about is all the superhero films and stuff coming out uh, Men in Black 23, which is a crossover between Men in Black and 21 Jump Street. Are we going to watch that? Probably. Have you seen all the Men in Black films? Yeah, yeah. Have you course. seen the 21 and 22 Jump Street? No. Watch those because you won't like them. It, good. And we can go watch this and you you won't like it either. Is it Sausage Party humour? I did a fart look, there's a willy. No. What type of humour is it? Why, it's slapstick. I'm sure you've heard of the thing of My name is Jeff. Oh, come on, where have you been? I think I walked past a group of, like, 17-year-olds one day and they were saying that. Yeah. Ten that, years ago. That's the thing or from, have this, a from 20 ago Jump Street. Was. Johnny Depp's in 20 Jump Street. He used to do the TV series, 21 Excellent. Jump Street. Another pointless Johnny Depp cameo. I hate Johnny Ouch. Depp. Well, he's in the next four Fantastic Beasts. Oh, Deal with fuck. it. Deal with it. I can't. It pains me. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, a new one comes out. Oh, good, that might be shit. <laughs> Why don't you like Johnny Depp? Leave him alone. I will not leave him alone. But I won't go out of my way to torment him. <laughs> God. Oh, um, Justice League. I reckon that's going to bomb. Wonder Woman, I've got some higher hopes for. <laughs> that wasn't too bad, actually. That, 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 that was quite close to it. 
is the Batman solo film coming out? No, no. Uh, Suicide Squad 2? We had it last year. Of course it's not. You've got the two DC films, Justice League, Wonder Woman. You've got three Marvel films, Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, and Guardians 2. Saw we 8. Got Saw 8? Is that coming There's out? a new Saw film coming out this year. Oh, oh, Power Rangers. The Power Rangers film. That's going to be awful. That is going to be so bad we have to see it. Are you just now going to look for films that oh, stop Assassin's s- Creed going coming bottom of 2017's Best and Worst? Yeah, list. have you seen the trailer for Power Rangers? Oh, it looks like a piece of shit. The, the trailer, it looks like Fantastic Four. Fantastic. Which is why, yes, their suits are like some sort of alien armour thing. Not Where's all the latex gone? I want the spandex. <laughs> What else is coming out? It's going to be awful. Sharknado 5. Whatever Is there a Sharknado 5? Of course there is. There will be. There's one every year. Oh, it's beautiful. So Assassin's <laughs> Creed. <laughs> Sharknado 5 may save it from the bottom list. I reckon Power Rangers will. Maybe, yeah. Oh, is a Yu-Gi-Oh movie coming out? I don't care. <laughs> you should. I, I shouldn't, <laughs> and I don't. Um, We've gone off topic, Chris. Is, is that it? Any more That's films fine. you want to talk about? Can we or? make an episode of just films that are going to be coming out? We'll talk about how shit they're going to be. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that, that that's Assassin's Creed. Uh, there weren't much survival tips in there. But um, maybe the podcast was better for it. Tell us. Email. We could survive that at gmail.com. Or tweet us at we could survive. Tweet us your favourite video game movie adaptations. We should do more. I've had Mortal Kombat planned for quite a while. Ah. Uh. I love Mortal Kombat, the first film. That's a childhood memory of mine, that's why. Okay. I remember sitting there watching thinking, this is incredible. Should we do Mortal Kombat next week? Please, it's very cheesy. It's very corny. It's delicious. Have you seen it? Yes. I told you, I just, I just planned it. Excellent. I'm going to have to watch uh, it again, though, because it's been a while. Oh, Great. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So you got that to look forward to next week. And we're also going to be doing, uh, quite soon, Sherlock, because season four is on now. Uh, we got a few more episodes until the end, so when that season's over, we'll get into Sherlock, because the first episode was pretty good. So, look forward to more of that. It was season four, was it? That was good. Yes, yeah. I've not watched it yet, but I will do. I, I have high hopes for it. No, we got like episode the, uh... two coming, uh, and that stars Toby Jones. So Ooh, he's, he's he's good. good. Yeah. yeah, I like the bride one they did at Christmas. Uh, Abdominal bride, or whatever it's called. Abominable bride. Abominable. I have mixed feelings on. That. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was good. You watched the Doctor Who Christmas episodes? I've not seen last year's yet. You have seen this year's? No, because I haven't watched last year's. Ah. So I thought I'm not going to watch this year's. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that's what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh. Yeah. Get in contact with us if you've got any thoughts on Mortal Kombat or Sherlock. Or Assassin's Creed, in that case. If you've got survival tips, we didn't get into it. Because I, I ranted for a bit, but yeah. Uh, that's it, Chris. Anything else to add? You can end the show. I'm going to stop talking if you want to get in the last save Assassin's Creed plea. I like smoke bombs. But anyway, you've been watching... you the poor visuals! <laughs> you've been listening to We Can Survive That, your weekly survival guide slash Jack's rants about the movies. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. But until then, Mortal Kombat! Put the theme in over my singing. No, why not? You've done it perfectly there. Brilliant. Goodbye, everybody.